0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world My name, of course, is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And as of just 20 minutes ago, I learned that German legend Franz Beckenbauer had passed away. And unfortunately, three days prior, Brazilian legend Mario Zagallo passed away. It's very unfortunate to basically all of a sudden be informed of such news. And in my case, being a sports writer, journalist, especially running a football podcast... It's, it's, it's my duty to come on the air and honestly give an episode to honor those two legends, their lives, and their careers. Franz Beckenbauer and Mario Zagallo, to say that they are legends in football is an understatement. Quite frankly, they are legends in the world of sports overall. Honestly, more than legends. More than heroes. Quite frankly, they are gods. They are justified as being considered gods. Because to say that those two have made impact after impact after impact on the sport of football, well, there's another understatement under, under for you right there. I'm already kind of getting emotional. I'm already kind of starting my words. I apologize. It's just so mysterious that in a matter of days, we lose two out of the three guys that have won the World Cup as a player and as a coach. Franz Beckenbauer and Mario Zagallo were two of them. And now there's only one left. And that would be Didier Deschamps. Very, very, very tragic. And Franz Beckenbauer be- and um, Mario Zagallo. The list of accomplishments that they have, they're both endless. And I will, and I will try to go through as much as I can. It's just unbelievable. How two of the three guys, the, the two of the only three to have won it as a player and as a coach, are gone, and there's one left. Unbelievable. So I'm going to go through the best I can to honor the lives and the careers of, of both these gentlemen, Franz Beckenbauer. Bakken, and if I if I butcher, I mean, and honestly, if I butcher the guy's name again, I I apologize. I hate it when I butcher somebody's name, but these European names are so cool. They're so unique. It's it's difficult. But German legend Franz Beckenbauer passed away at the age of 78. According to ESPN, from a family uh, from a statement made from his family, it mentions that they announced that he passed away peacefully in his sleep and he was surrounded by family. And the quote said that he passed away yesterday, so clearly the, the headlines just came out. So I guess it was just confirmed. But At least you know he's in a good place now. Now, as far as Franz Beckenbauer goes, um, in 2016 and 2017, he did in fact suffer two cardiac—he had two cardiac surgeries, and I think in 2018, if I'm correct, he had a something—I think a hip replacement operation. But it's you know obviously through that you know with these lifelong you know illnesses, it's you know it, it it's it's tough it's it's tough to continue to live life to the fullest you know when. When well, illnesses are just basically taking a toll on you. So for you know, for German legend Franz Beckenbauer, not only a legend, you know, representing his country, but you know, in Bayern Munich as well, I mean but but it it just goes more than that, you know. Excelled as a player, as a coach, you know, the coaching abilities through leadership, you know, there's a reason why he was known as Der Kaiser, which translates to the Emperor. There's a reason why. I mean, even Pelé, according to ESPN, Pelé described Franz Beckenbauer as, quote, one of the best I ever saw play, unquote. And how ironic is it that Brazilian legend Mario Zagallo passes away nearly a year after Pelé passes away? It's tragic. It's tragic. And now a lot of football fans are starting to believe that maybe Brazil is finally going to win the World Cup in 2026. I mean, when Diego Maradona passed away, Argentina went on to win it. So now Brazil's kind of going through that phase. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. But you a couple of the things you know to mention about Franz Beckenbauer: a two-time Ballon d'Or award recipient, won it in 1972 and 1976. It was even named Germany's footballer of the year in 2000. So, and in 2004 received the FIFA Centennial Player Award along with the Football Personality Award. So. Just adding more and more to that major list of accomplishments. And from 1965 to 1977, Beckenbauer represented West Germany as a player, earning a total of 103 caps, winning the European Championship in 1972 and the World Cup in 1974 on home soil. And with Bayern Munich, he won three European Championships, a European Cup, you oh, know the winners' cup, five Bundesliga titles, and four German cups. So just finding it's, it's, it's saying here ESPN three European cups and then a European cup. I'm like what? <laughs> but anyway, but like that. So yep, it's it's the Europe, European Cup, the Europe, European Cup winners' cup, winning it in 1967. The UEFA Cup winners' cup. It's actually it's actually a, a competition that's actually uh. No longer. Oh, uh, well, I imagine it hasn't been it hasn't been around for a long time. But the three European Cups is obviously the Champions League. Won it in 1974, 1975, and 1976. So, so to clear up any confusion, yeah. So he won the the three. Jesus, I can't stop stuttering. He won three European Cups, which is the Champions League. Won it in 74, 75, and 76. But also won the European Cup Winners' Cup in 1967, and it's been discontinued for a long time. Also won DFB Pokal in 1966, 67, 69, and 71. And of course, won the Bundesliga on numerous occasions. And that's with Bayern Munich. And let's not forget, Franz Beckenbauer also played in the, with the New York Cosmos, winning the North American Soccer League title in 77, 78, and 80. And of course, with the Germany won the World Cup in 74, was the runner-up in 1966, and finished in 3rd in 1970. And also finished uh, as runner-up in the 1976 European Championship, but won it in 1972. And as a manager, Franz Beckenbauer won the World Cup in 1990, and even won Ligue 1 as the manager of Olympique de Marseille. So, and also managed, you know, Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga in 1994, and won the UEFA Cup in 1996. So, and the list of, of accomplishments just continue, but... It would just it would just take forever to go through to go through them all. I mean, he's a member of the German Sports Hall of Fame, man. European Coach of the Year in 1990. Considered the 29th greatest manager of all time. That was an award in 2013. Man, Franz Beckenbauer just did his country proud. He did the sport proud. I mean, he's always going to be remembered. You know excel you know honestly one of the greatest midfielders of all time i mean it's primarily as a central defender i mean he was excellent with defending i mean oh man there's a reason why he accomplished so much i mean he was just such a unique individual i mean one more time one of three men to win the world cup as a player and as a manager huh but again out of those three two are now gone and two of them left us in a matter of days, in a span of a matter of a, of days. Again, it's right now. I'm I'm I'm, tr- I'm fighting back the tears. All I think that's why I'm stuttering because you know when you are so emotional, my for me my mouth tightens. So I'm having a really hard time speaking, believe it or not. So I apologize for the stuttering. I apologize, you know, if I'm whatever. So whatever I'm kind of verbally messing up, I apologize. It's it's very difficult for me, but I'm just doing my duty, honoring. The lives and careers of two of, of two legends. <sighs> Man, you know, everything Franz Beckenbauer did, you know, great. I mean, such you know such versatility as a player. I mean, I, I had never seen a defender quite like him. Honestly, I mean, whether you know defender, you know mid- midfielder as well. I mean, a, a lot of these German players from back in the back in the day. I mean, they were able to excel at numerous positions. I mean, because they, they knew that. German football's always been about team chemistry, winning mentality, you know, and and playing as a team and, and winning and as a team. So that's why these players know that they gotta basically be able to excel at more than one position. That they gotta they gotta compromise because that's what it, if that's what it takes to win, you just go for it. So, Franz Beckenbauer basically was the living proof of the unique style of German football, especially from back in the day. So. Again, the, the list of accomplishments are endless, you know, winning the World Cup, the European Cup, all three Champions Leagues, who, of course, back then was the European Cup, the European Cup Winners' Cup, <laughs> which, you know, again, confused me, but, oh, man. So, friends Beckenbauer, God rest his amazing soul, watching highlights of him playing back in the day is such a blessing, man. So now going on to Mario Zagallo. Mario Zagallo reached the FIFA World Cup five times, winning it four times, won it three times as a player, and then, and then reached it twice as a manager, won it in 1994, and it came up short in 1998, which I remember very, very well. For a long time, it, I really, I've, m- my heart has actually ached for Mario Zagallo. When France beat Brazil 3-0, look, I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is no exaggeration at all. Every single Brazilian football fan that I have had the honor and privilege to sit down and speak to, they always basically praise France as a, as a formidable opponent. It seems to me that every Brazilian fan, when they mention the 98 World Cup loss or the one in 2006, they say it is painful. But at the same time, we understand that we lost to a very, very good and formidable team that was respectful towards us. It really see as a French American it makes me proud to know that when France and Brazil play each other no matter what happens there's always that deep and love and respect between the two squads and that makes me happy. But for Mar- Mario Zagallo passed passed away re- uh, 3 days ago at the age of 92. You know, he's the first one to win the World Cup both as a player as a man and as a manager. You know, and according to ESPN Zagallo, for many Brazilian football fans, is considered to be more than a patriot, but it's also considered, you know, grit and glory. I mean, again, Mario Zagallo is beyond a legend. I mean, he's a freaking god. And yeah, I'm still saying he is because he may no longer be with us. He's still a legend. He's still a god in the world of football and in the world of sports. (sighs) Man. You know, and the president of the Brazilian Football Federation... Ednaldo Rodriguez mentioned in a statement in the early hours of Saturday morning when he confirmed that Zagallo had indeed passed away, he mentioned that that it's, quote, one of the biggest, you know, he he basically mentions he's one of the biggest legends of the sport, unquote, but mentions, you know, offering sol- solidarity to the family and everything through a moment of grief, you know, to the departure of one of the greatest heroes of our soccer, unquote. So, it's very, you know, again, you know, it's very unfortunate but you know he was 92 so you know and you know considered to be one of the most charismatic and superstitious figures in brazilian football (laughs) oh man you know won the world cup for the first time in 1958 man and of course won it in 62 and then back and then won it again in in 70 then again in 94 and then you know made it to the final again in 1998 so Mario Zagallo retired from uh, as an athlete in 1965, and he actually, I think, you know, started you know, his career. But you know, he was actually, I, I think, he had two stints uh, as head coach of the uh, as the uh, as the manager of the Brazilian national team. I think I might have gotten it wrong earlier. I think he won it twice. He won it twice as a player. And then and then I uh, wanted two more times as a manager. So if he became if he was a head coach in 1970, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, the 1970 squad is often often considered to be the Bra- the greatest Brazilian squad of all time. I mean, you had Pelé, you had Jairzinho, Gerson, Roberto Rivelino, uh Tostão. I mean, Brazil beating Italy 4 to 1 in the final, man. <laughs> Becoming the first-time three champions. So, man, so he also coached Brazil in '74, but Pele was not there, and Brazil went on to finish in fourth. Yeah. You know, I think you know West Germany ended up finishing third. So, man, now now Zagallo was actually okay. He was actually the assistant coach when Brazil won the 1994 World Cup, which was again, it, which was again against Italy, and this was in the in the USA in the, pen, in the penalty shootout. So. So I'm glad to know that, you know, now that I'm pulling up these sources, they're kind of basically, uh, I, I kind of stand corrected. So, yeah, but still, I mean, he was a, whether he was the head, the manager or, or assistant coach, the bottom line is he was a coach on the team, and, he, and winning the World Cup, I mean, he was a huge part of it. So, man. So, obviously, um, what happened in the 1998 World Cup final, I mean, we all remember that story involving Ronaldo, about Ronaldo had that illness, you know, something about... Comp- you know convulsions and at first i at first it was said that ronaldo would not be playing but i think an hour before the game started mario zagallo changed his mind and didn't put didn't in fact put ronaldo in the starting lineup and ronaldo just did not look did not look himself he was just not looking like himself i mean it was a it was a brutal day for him i mean i'll never forget on that play when ronaldo collided with french goalkeeper fabian barthez who man yeah but but Zagallo did get a a serious amount of criticism for actually deploying Ronaldo and allowing him to play. But Zagallo had mentioned that because Ronaldo was cleared by doctors, that's what that's why he made the decision. So Zagallo always meant always maintained the fact that Ronaldo was again cleared by doctors, so that's why he let him play. So at the end of the day at the end of the day, honestly, Mario Zagallo just merely made a judgment call and unfortunately it just did not work out. But making a judgment call, that, that comes with a job. I mean that's part of the job description, so making a judgment call is, is a is a big part of being a football manager, so. Anyway. So but so but France went on to beat Brazil three to nothing. My heroes and it's done scored that beautiful brace. I mean uh, man. It's so not really a good day for Brazil but you know France but France had that moment so um, uh, you know according to ESPN, you know even Zagallo had long you know long long to, um, long time health problems just reminding right now that in 2005 2005 he spent some time in the hospital something about stomach surgery so he was hospitalized for more than a month in 2005 beca- after undergoing stomach surgery and then four and then four years prior, according to this, he was put in medical care for an irregular heartbeat, and that's when he was coaching a Brazilian club known as Flamingo. And and then and then before the 2014 World Cup, he spent about two weeks in the hospital because of a back infection, but was basically got out of the hospital just in time to see the opening match. And of course, the 2014 FIFA World Cup, which was in Brazil, he served uh, in the role of an ambassador for the tournament. So, and according to this, last year. He was hospitalized for three weeks due to a urinary infection. So, and then, and then you know, ESPN even further uh, confirms the fact that when he returned home in Rio, that he was actually spotted in a wheelchair. So, man. So again, you know, we're going back to Franz Beckenbauer. You, know, you know, the long time. You know, uh, health issues as well. I mean, for Mario Zagallo, you know, doesn't that you know that one really doesn't come as a surprise. But, but you know, both both those gentlemen. They're not suffering anymore, but no more on uh on Mario Zagallo. You know, man, won won it again, well, yeah, so won as a player in 1958 and 1962, won it in 1970 as a manager, then won it again in 1994 as an assistant manager, and then again reached the final as a manager in 98 but unfortunately came up short. He was actually technical assistant in 2006. So so so, so Mario Zagallo honestly dedicated his career to not only Brazilian football, but to football itself, of course, dedicated much of it to to Brazil, because at the end of the day, it, it's it's only his lo- it's only his love for football. So, so his his first managerial you know his first managerial run with the manager as, Bra- as Brazil, according to this, he was manager from, from '67 to '68, and then again from '70 to '74, and then coached uh, the likes of uh, Fluminense, Fluminense, Flamingo, and then even in 76 to 78 he even managed the Kuwait the Kuwaiti national football team I did not know that <coughs> even managed the Saudi Arabia national football team as well from 1981 to 1984 even the United Arab Emirates from 91 to 94 was you know, you know basically at one point had the job of a coordinator and then from 94 to 98 was that was the manager the head manager as well the head coach if you want to call it but went back to coaching a couple of clubs and then was caretaker in 2002 and then once again a coordinator from 2003 to 2006 man so you know, a lifelong career of coaching national teams especially with Brazil but again Kuwait Saudi Arabia the United Arab Emirates man huh Whew. Quite a quite a length, quite a lengthy career man honestly You know, and I'm I'm looking at the the guys. Okay, the guy has managed a total of 1,239 games of this one. Man, 558 wins, 355 draws, and 326 losses. A win percentage of 45%. Very respectable. Look at the honors right here. I mean, you know, again, I mentioned all the World Cup wins. Won it twice as a player in, in 1958 and 1962. Won it as a manager in 1970. Even won the FIFA Confederations Cup in 1997. Roberto Carlos' free kick against France, I'll never forget that. Won Copa America in 1997. Won the Arabian Gulf Cup with Kuwait in 1976. Man. You know, World Soccer Magazine had him as the ninth greatest player of all time in 2013. Man. And, and yeah, I say football, but look, I'm looking at these reward names, and the word soccer comes in it. So hey, don't hold that don't don't hold that against me. But man, you know, mem- a member of the Brazilian Football Hall of Fame can't say I'm surprised. I mean, overall, Mario Zagallo, Franz Beckenbauer, they fully solidified themselves. Their legacies, their legacies are forever solidified in in God in God tier status. Again, legend is not enough to describe those guys. These guys are beyond gods here. So, friends Beckenbauer and Mario Zagallo, both unique, changed the sport in their own unique ways, and they both made serious positive impacts. Man. Man, oh man, oh man. Where would football be today if it wasn't for those two? I'm. Again, I'm just, I'm devastated. I mean, I, I, I might not look like I've been trying not to cry, but I'm, I, I'm, I've been choking up. That's why I've been stuttering so much. It's. And little losing my train of thought every so often but it's been difficult and me reading all these notes that I have and you know all these different I mean all these different notes that I have these pages that I save they say one thing something different so so I apologize I got a lot of things some things mixed up especially with Mario Zagallo's uh, World Cup winning way so won it twice as a player won it once as a manager and then won it once as, a, as an assistant but still say 4 he's a he was a four-time world champion Four-time world champion and won numerous other titles as well. Same thing with Franz Beckenbauer. I mean, those guys, their list of accomplishments is just beyond endless. Beyond endless. And those guys, I mean, I've seen film of Mario Zagallo's playing days. Incredible. I mean, especially for back then. And Franz Beckenbauer's playing days as well, especially in his prime. Ugh. And And Mario Zagallo and Franz Beckenbauer... The way they would manage teams, whether it be clubs, national teams, the way they did it, you can tell that they were basically beyond in a status where they cared deeply about their players. They wanted to do what was best for the players as well because they wanted to make sure that the players' careers were positively impacted. Basically, they understood their roles as a leader. But to me, Mario Zagallo and Franz Beckenbauer were more than just leaders. I mean... I'm sure to a lot of players, they were father figures, they were mentors, they were like family, they were closer than personal friends. It's the impact that those two made. There is a reason why they accomplished so much as a player and as a coach. Read, Read the history, read the list of accomplishments. The list of accomplishments speak for themselves. And it's not only that, but it's the reputation and the respect that they had from the football community and the worldwide football fan base. It all speaks for itself. It all speaks for itself. Now, I'd like to take a moment to express my most sincere condolences to the families of both Franz Beckenbauer and Mario Zagallo. I am truly sorry for your loss. May God rest both their souls, may they both rest in peace. Tremendous human beings, super well accomplished, made positive impacts in the world of football, in the world of sports, but personally made impacts for everybody, that is basically followed their career and knows exactly what they accomplished and how they accomplished it. Franz Beckenbauer and Mario Zagallo are forever going to be well-respected, solidified God-tier legends. I'm very, very grateful for everything that, they did, everything that they've done. The entire football world is forever grateful for everything that they did. The entire sports world is. We are forever grateful. Franz Beckenbauer, Mario Zagallo... Rest in peace, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find Into the Net FC anywhere you get your podcast. So please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button and please be sure to hit the notification bell. That way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. And one more thing. If you love football, and if you know somebody that loves football, please have them to subscribe to Into the Net FC because I promise you they will not be disappointed. If you love football, Into the Net FC is the show for you. Thank you very, very much. Have a good one, and God bless. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.